Hello, friends, and welcome to the Coastline Baptist Church podcast. We hope this message will equip, encourage, and edify you in your journey of life. We'd love to connect with you. Please email us at info at coastlinecc.org. And for more information about our church and our services, visit coastlinecc.org. Now let's open our hearts and open God's Word. Uh, the grade he was in, all those things, you see those black hats with the letters on them? And I see those, and I make it a point, I try every time I see that, to, to say, hey, thank you for your service, thank you for your service. You can tell some people might be tired of hearing it, but most of them are not. Most of them are grateful, and they say, well, thank you for saying that, you're very welcome. Um, freedom is not free, it always comes at a cost. And oftentimes, I'll, I'll speak for myself, it, it's, it is those going in our stead in our place. I'm not overseas. I, I never fought in any wars. Um, I haven't been overseas. No, I've been here doing my thing and, and doing what God wants me to do. It's often those going in our stead fighting for our freedom. Blood that's shed and, and, and tears of being away from family. And My goodness, you can listen to maybe probably 70% of country songs are these tear-jerking songs about soldiers. Wonderful, beautiful songs written. There's a beautiful song written um, if you're reading this. Uh, and, and if you've heard that song, like you, my wife always skips it. We're not listening to this one because it's, it is. It's full of deep emotion of, of a soldier going to serve his country for freedom for our country and, and, and giving his life and making that ultimate sacrifice. There is a cost for freedom. And today's passage that we're going to be reading through talks of freedom and we're going to look at it this morning. John chapter 8, if you have your Bibles, if you, have, you can use your phone, or the scriptures will be on the screen as well. John chapter 8, uh, verse 31. We finished up last week, um, John 8. We, we talked two weeks ago about the woman caught in adultery and how Jesus didn't condemn her and said, he was without sin, cast the first stone, and, and what a beautiful story of grace that was. And then last week we talked um, a little bit more about through the scriptures, and, and uh, Jesus began to teach again. And, and now we're at John 8 and verse 31. And again, it's amazing how the Lord brings us um, through these passages, it seems, at the perfect time. And it was Veterans Day this weekend, and here we are almost nine, probably ten months later since we started this series in John 1, 1. And we're talking about freedom this morning. That's just the grace of God. John 8, 31 says this. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Now at the end of uh, last week's message, that 30th verse, uh, we, we saw that it says that many people believed on Jesus. The Pharisees were continuing, tr continuing to try to trip him up and mess him up and confuse him and make him look stupid. And Jesus always had an answer. And, and he had done so many miracles and, and had just spoken so much about being sent from God and, and how he was the Son of God and the Messiah. And it said in verse 30 that many people believed on him. Now we're going to come to find out that this was a superficial faith. Um, a lot of people back in the Bible times and even today now, they, they like the show. They like, you know, uh, the sensation. And, and these people... Uh, these people that were listening to Jesus preach in this time, these Jews, they didn't like the Pharisees either. They didn't like the scribes. They were under Roman rule, and, and it seems like the people of God for thousands of years had always been under some kind of slavery, whether it was by the Babylonians or the Assyrians or the Philistines or whoever, and now even the Roman rule let them live but always kind of had them under their thumb. And the Jewish people loved when someone took down the Pharisees or were talking about just freedom and things like that. So it says that they believed on him. And Jesus said, if you continue in my word, do what I say and, 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 and follow what I'm teaching you, then are you my disciples indeed. Verse 32, he says this, and he shall know the truth and the truth 
shall make you free. The truth here being the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus had so many times already told the people and preached to thousands saying he was the Messiah, he was the Son of God, he was sent from God, and they just always seemed to miss it. Verse 33, they answered him, these people that so-called believed on him, we be Abraham's seed, we're from Abraham, we're of his lineage, Uh, we were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Now, by the way, if you think about what they're saying here, the truth is they had always been enslaved by some people group. The Israelites had been. So it's almost like it's in their own hearts. They just always felt like they had freedom because they were the people of God, the Israelites, God's chosen people. But, but even them saying that doesn't make much sense. Doesn't, doesn't make much sense because they'd always been enslaved in some way. So they say to Jesus, how can you say that, that, uh, that we're going to be free? We're already free. We don't need more freedom. Jesus said in verse 34, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Now, again, like, I, like we've said almost every week in, this, in these messages, um, the people of God at this time, the, the, the children of Israel, the Israelites, the Jews, they have been waiting for a Messiah for thousands of years from the Old Testament. And, and, and the prophecies predicted that someone was going to come and, and the Messiah was going to come and, and, and a virgin is going to conceive. And it just they, they, they waited for so long and they taught their children and their grandchildren. And now Jesus was here and they just he didn't really fit the bill for them. See, they thought that the Messiah was going to come and rescue them from Roman rule, so that they could once again be like that top tier of people. They were waiting for this physical redemption of this, you know, we're going to be free again, and we're going we're to be able to do what we want again. We're not going to have anybody in charge of us anymore. This Messiah is going to come like a military general and just defeat the enemy. That's what they wanted, which is why they said to Jesus in verse 33, we've never been in bondage. How can we be more free? We're already doing what we want. We already have freedom. And Jesus said, no, this isn't about your physical freedom. This isn't about your freedom to walk around the streets and do whatever you want. No, no. This is about freedom of your heart and freedom of your soul. That's the freedom that that I'm here to bring you. And he said, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Verse 35. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Jesus says, listen, this is not about physical freedom or uh, the, the freedom of your nation, of your people group. This is about freedom of your heart. Because if you don't believe me, the son of God that I am who I am, and who I say I am, then you're a, and you're a, you're a slave to sin and you don't trust in me instead of all these religious laws that you've tried to keep for so long. And it, this, is a, this is a new, a new day, a, a new testament, a new covenant. I'm here to deliver you from yourselves. He said a slave is never really part of the family, but the son is. That's why he said, if the son, verse 36, if the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free. Indeed, we sang about this morning, who the Son sets free is free indeed. And Jesus is telling them, listen, it's not about you doing all the right things to have freedom of your soul or freedom of your nation. No, it's about trusting in me. I'm going I'm to die for you. I'm going to give my life for you. And if you can rest in me, my righteousness will be placed upon you. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus is trying to tell these people, and, and this is the, really what, what I'm trying to tell you this morning, is this, that freedom of the soul is only found in Jesus Christ. That's it, church. That's the thought today. That's the, there's, no, there's not three points and three sub-points. That's the thought today. 
That's the message that Jesus is trying to give to these people uh, 2,000 years ago and that I am trying to deliver to you today from the Word of God, from the Gospel of John, that freedom of the soul is only found in Jesus Christ. We do not have to be slaves to sin. We do not have to be ruled uh, by depression. Do you want freedom from sin? Do you want freedom from addiction? Do you want freedom from fear? Listen, we can walk through life continually weighed down by fear and anxiety and depression and addiction where these things control our every move. We're always looking over. We're always wondering what's going to happen next. We're fearful of the future. Listen, we can have freedom from that. You want freedom from anger? Do you want to live a life where you're not always losing your temper and jumping down people's throats and losing your cool? You want freedom from, from self-dependence or pornography or, or self-righteousness or bitterness? Fill in the blank. Jesus is the only way. He is the only way. I do not want to walk through my life a slave to sin. To where I feel like I just can't help it. We often do that. Like, well, you know, I'm angry, but I'm Italian, so that's just the way it is. You know, I'm, I'm Italian. Or, my mother was really angry. and we, we Don't buy that. Don't buy that. Because... <laughs> If we're ruled by Jesus Christ in our hearts, then we don't have to, to do those things. We don't have to live that life. Nobody truly wants to live as a slave, but we often do. We often do. We walk through life enslaved, weighed down by sin. Whatever it may be for your life, it's different, varies for all of us, but we're weighed down by sin. And it, and, it, and it controls us. And you may say, I don't want to be a jerk anymore. I don't want to be angry anymore. I'm going to stop being a jerk. And then the next day, guess what? You're a jerk. <laughs> and you lose your temper. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go uh, and do that anymore. I'm not going to hold on to that bitterness anymore. I, I'm done. I'm giving up. And the next day, guess what? You're, you're, something triggers you and you're bitter again. I'm not going to give into that addiction. You know, I, it's, just, it's hurting my health and it's, it's bad for me. And I shouldn't do it. And it's ruining my life. I'm done with that. And then what happens? Three weeks later, we're back into it. I'm not going to let fear rule in my life. I don't want to walk around always, you know, stressed about the future or stressed about this or that or whatever. I'm going to just trust the Lord. And, and, and we just kind of do it ourselves. And we try to just kind of speak it into existence and, instead of relying on Jesus Christ. And, you know, we walk through life enslaved. But you can be free. You can be free. And you say, well, how can I live free? Jesus said this. In John 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. How can I be free? How can I be free, Pastor? Because, you know, I don't want to be ruled by those things. I don't want to be a slave to sin. Hey, Jesus said it. Who the Son sets free is free indeed, and I want to be free indeed. I want to live and walk in freedom. Praise God when he saves our souls, when he moves into our heart, when we trust him with our eternity. Yes, our, our eternity is secure, and we never have to spend a moment in a place called hell. He saves us. He forgives us for our past, present, and future sin, and we trust in him and rely on him for our salvation. Hallelujah for that. But how about while I'm living here on earth, when life is tough, when things are hard, I feel like, yes, my eternity is secure, so when I die, I'll be happy, but I want to be, I want to have some joy now, too. Jesus didn't just leave us out to dry. No, he wants to give you freedom now as you walk through life. 
So how can I? How can I live free? Well, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And I look at those three descriptive descriptors of Jesus that he says about himself, the way, the truth, and the life. And it's simple. How can I live free? By letting Jesus lead you, because he's the way. Letting him lead you. Not just kind of going by the seat of your pants, but letting him lead you. Following in his footsteps, because he is the way. The Bible says, uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's the word of God. It's the prayers of God's people. It's, it's the preaching of God's word. It's, it's gospel community. It's, 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 it's wise and godly counsel in our lives that God uses to lead us, that Jesus uses to lead you. Letting Jesus lead you, that leads to freedom. He's the way. He's the truth. And he said it, we said in the past today, the, the truth shall set you free. Who is the truth? He is the truth. Jesus is truth by letting Jesus teach you. How can I find freedom? Well, by letting him lead you because he's the way and by letting him teach you because he is the epitome of truth. In the next passage that we're going to look at next week, he kind of flips it and talks about the enemy, the devil, that's a liar. and All he does is lie. He can do nothing else but lie. He, it's impossible for the devil, for the enemy to speak any kind of truth. He is a liar, Jesus says in the next few verses that we'll look at next week. And the opposite side of that is Jesus. He speaks truth. He is truth. Letting him teach you. And by letting Jesus live through you because he is life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said in another passage, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believed in me, uh, uh, though he were dead, yet shall he live. By letting Jesus live through you. That's not always easy. Because you know what part of letting Jesus live through you contains? The sufferings of Jesus. He suffered a lot, didn't he? He went through a lot. And Jesus says, I, I want you to fellowship with me. I want, I want to live through me. And if we say, okay, okay, Lord, I, I, I want that too. I want, I want to be more like you. I want to be more like Jesus, the Son of God who was God. He lives in me. Live through me. You know what that's going to contain? Suffering. Tribulation and trials. But Jesus says, if you can fellowship with me in the suffering, in the hard times, and in in, in fill in the blank, if you, can, if you can suffer with me, then you're going to experience that resurrection power as well. Because he's not just going to give us one side. No, it's all of it. So yes, we may suffer with Jesus and, 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 and endure hardship and trial, but he also, with that, will lead us to life and resurrection power and grace and mercy and, and fulfillment. That's the Jesus that we serve. Here's the thing. You may not realize it yet, but you can't live without him. You can exist I'm not talking about you're going to just die. I'm talking about yeah, you, can, you can be physically alive, but you want to live. I mean, really live. Living fully. You can't live without him. You need him. You need his word. You need prayer. You need the church. You, you need uh, the people of God. You need... Um, you need uh, uh, the opportunities to serve others. You, you need these things. 
You need uh, the, the, the gospel community. You, you need opportunities to serve people, right? Amen, church? You need worship, opportunities to worship God. You need, you need trials. You need, you say, what? Yeah, I know, it's crazy, even me saying it. We need trials. We need troubles and hardship. Because you know what they do? They teach us. They grow us. They give us opportunity to minister to others in ways we never could have imagined. See, yeah, but it sucks. I don't like it. Me neither. But it's his way. And, and I think we'd all agree that he's a lot smarter than we are. So you need these things. You need Jesus. And through all those things, the word of God and prayer and the church and gospel community and opportunities to serve others and trials, through all those things, you will begin to experience the beautiful, wonderful, rescuing grace of God in church. I promise you, it will change your life forever. It will. It will. Only Jesus can give you freedom. Only Jesus can give you freedom of your soul. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. He's faithful and he's good. Do you want freedom of your soul? Well, rest in him. Rely on him. He'll give it to you. Maybe it's anxiety or fear or depression or addiction, whatever it may be. You want freedom from that? You've got to rest in Jesus Christ. He is enough for you. Forever enough. Always enough. He's more than enough for you. I'm going to pray over you this morning and we'll be dismissed. I don't know what you're facing in your heart this morning, but would you, as I pray over you, would you pray and talk to God, share your heart with him, share your struggles, be real with God. He already knows what you're thinking and feeling, so just be real with him. Just be honest with him. Just be raw with him. That's what he wants. As I pray, would you in your hearts pray this morning. Father God, I love you and I thank you for your goodness in our lives. Thank you for these precious people here today. Lord, I speak the name of Jesus over them. I plead the blood of Christ over them this morning. Would you change lives? Would you heal hearts? Lord, I rebuke the spirit of anxiety and depression. And Lord, I ask you just to give grace. You are faithful. You are good. You are always only good. Would you work miracles in our lives? Would you give us breakthroughs in our lives? We need it. We need you more than we could ever even imagine. Show yourself mighty in our lives. Thank you for the freedom that is found only in you. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your goodness. And I thank you for your word that teaches us about the freedom that is found in you. Thank you for giving us freedom of our hearts. Thank you for securing our eternities through salvation by those who trust in you. And God, thank you for the joy and peace you give to us through our lives. We love you. I ask for a blessing over these people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Coastline Baptist Church Podcast. We hope the message was an encouragement to your heart. Please connect with us through our website, coastlinecc.org, or on Facebook or Instagram. Send us a message, send us an email, and we'd love to connect with you. We'd also love if you could visit us for a Sunday morning service. 
You can find our address on our website and our services start at 10 a.m. Our mission at Coastline is simply this, to know Jesus deeply and to show Jesus daily. I hope that we've helped you do that in your life today. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.